Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Crypto Chats. Um, I know this episode was posted a little bit late this week. My apologies for that. It's just been a really crazy time for me. Um, but we'll we'll get a little more consistent as I kind of settle back into um, all the changes in my life. Uh, so that being said, I have a, a cool cryptid that I have not talked about yet on any platform. Um, so that's that's fun. I'm excited about this one. We're going to talk about the Oklahoma octopus. Um, now I know a lot of you know that I don't have strong feelings for lake monsters. Um, it's not that I don't like them. It's just that landbound cryptids are generally more interesting to me. Um, I don't really know why. Uh, but anyway, the Oklahoma octopus, although something rooted in urban legend and um, you know statistically not really that probable to exist. Um, I don't care because I like it. I think it's interesting. Um, and also the, the side of my brain that, that loves to dream and just imagine that everything is real is really sold on the possibility that, um, this, you know, cephalopod has, uh, somehow evolved it to be able to survive in freshwater. So let's just, let's get into it. So it's right there in the name. The Oklahoma octopus is indeed an octopus. Um, it resides, there are a couple lakes in Oklahoma that it supposedly resides in. Um, and it is just a giant freshwater octopus. I can't get more simple than that. Um, except according to, uh, the lore behind it and, you know, some eyewitness sightings, I guess, um, the Oklahoma octopus is horse-sized and a reddish-brown color, which reddish-brown color is not totally unreasonable for an octopus. Um, they kind of, you know, we've all seen octopus, how they can camouflage to fit their surroundings. Um, so that being said, is that's not totally unrealistic. Horse-sized, though, that's what gets me because that sounds terrifying. Um, so basically, the Oklahoma octopus legend has been around since since man has walked the earth, um, to my knowledge. And the couple of lakes that it is said to reside in are Lake Thunderbird, Lake Tenkiller, and Lake Ulaga. I hope I said that right because I can't read my own handwriting. Um, and as I said before, those are all freshwater lakes. Um, I think they're all man-made to my knowledge. Um, and so that just adds another layer of, um, interesting, I guess, to this creature. So basically, um, a lot of the indigenous tribes in the area have had this creature in their sites for years. This has been a part of their lore and a part of their culture for a very long time. So way before white people came to the area and took over, um, the indigenous people recognized the Oklahoma octopus as a real creature. Although they saw it more as a giant leech than an octopus, um, which is interesting to me because I don't, I, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to see how a legend goes from being a leech to an octopus because those things are almost nothing alike really at all. Like kind of not at all. So, um, that's, that's interesting to me. I think that's neat. So the octopus has been blamed or octopi, I'll say, because you know, we've got three different lakes here and I know that there are some, some species of octopus and squid that can survive out of water for periods of time. Um, it doesn't seem likely that this guy is just, uh, you know, popping around between a few lakes to, to terrorize the people. So I'm going to say octopi. I'm going to say there's more than one. Anyway, it's been blamed for a bunch of, uh, numerous drowning deaths 
locals say that the uh, octopus will drag you down to the bottom of the lake to die. Uh, that's a bummer. That sucks. Uh, sorry to everyone who has died by the hands of the Oklahoma octopus. Um, and I mean, it, the data does back up that something is happening. You know, I whether it be a giant horse-sized octopus that is drowning people or um, the number of people who are drinking before they go swimming or just don't know how to swim or just tragic, you know, accidents. Regardless, the drowning deaths in Oklahoma have steadily gone up over the years, and in 2020, they tripled, which is crazy. Um, I guess 44 drownings that year. Um, that's a lot. That is a lot of people that drowned. Um, I know in New Hampshire, we don't have that many drowning deaths. Um, I know there's some, but not that many, so 44 is a pretty high number. Can they all be attributed to the octopus? I'm going to say no, but I can say... I think with some certainty that maybe one, I don't know. Anyway, one of the things that <laughs> that tends to make people a little bit more sus of the octopus's existence is that no one who ends up drowning has ever been found with sucker marks on them. Little like, what are those called? Well, I want to call them puckers, but that, I don't think that's it. The little, uh, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Little suction, suction cuppies. Uh, so nobody has those on them. So, you know, maybe this octopus is just wrapping the tentacle around your toe or something. I don't really know. If it's the size of a horse, it could get you pretty easily in, in many different ways. But anyway, moving on. Um, so as per usual, uh, the, there's a lot of people that think that this octopus is just a prehistoric creature that has somehow survived all of the years that have happened since prehistoric times, um, which would, I guess, explain how it has adapted to live in fresh water. Uh, you all know how I feel about that theory. I do not like it, and I do not believe it. So um, instead of going on a tangent about how I feel about the dinosaur theory, I'm going to go ahead and just move on. Um, so the lakes that are known to house these octopus, like I said previously, they're all man-made. The earliest one being built in the 1950s, um, but that doesn't really, so it's, it's kind of a, goes back and forth because obviously that doesn't lend a lot of credence to the theory that this octopus um, could have just been living in this water because obviously if it's man-made and it wasn't made to the 50s, it wasn't there before. Um, but at the same time, uh, we know for certain that indigenous lore is generally rooted in a lot of truth and um, it's very important culturally and I don't want anyone to think that um, because that these lakes are man-made that it discredits um, the what the indigenous people saw uh, because especially with their um, their tellings of it being more like a leech-like creature it makes sense that that would have existed um, outside of these giant man-made lakes um, you know maybe in a swamp or a bog, uh, a marsh area, any, really any, you know, person, person, and maybe any person, maybe any, like, body of water um, in that area, you know, a small river, they're, leeches are, they're adaptable creatures, they can live in a lot of places. Um, so just, just want to throw that out there. 
It's also definitely worth mentioning that the absentee Shawnee tribe have a creature in their lore called the Water Panther, which was a giant dragon-like creature that would drown people by pulling them to the bottom of the lake, which I'm obsessed. Bring it back because super cool. Um, obviously not the same as a leech, but, um, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. It's, it's another example of an, an indigenous piece of lore. Um, of a, you know, water creature that, that pulls people to their death. So it, it all kind of goes hand in hand, and I think, I don't know, I like it. Um, as I said earlier, I'm going to bring it back. We're going to talk about the octopus again for, for a hot sec. Um, as I said earlier, octopuses are capable of traveling over land for periods of time. Um, generally only like 20 to 30 minutes, um, they, they really would have to uh, plan, thoroughly plan this trip. Octopuses are very intelligent creatures, so um, do I think that they are the best at planning trips? I don't know. But they it would have to be very well planned for them to be able to um, move from their original home, either in the ocean or whatever, to these man-made lakes. And truthfully, I did not look up how far, like, a, you know, a body of salt water is from these man-made lakes, but I, I can assume maybe it's more than 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, so maybe somebody picked up this octopus and moved him over. Um, so there, obviously, there are no photos of this octopus in this lake, um, but there have been numerous sightings of it. I don't really know. I just, a lot of people have seen a giant octopus. No one's taken a picture of one. That's fine. Whatever. I do want to talk about this really funny thing that happened um, at one point around the height of the Oklahoma octopus craze, uh, where somebody threw um, an octopus from a seafood buffet into the water, and everyone was like, oh shit, like there is an octopus in here, holy shit. Uh, but it was dead. It was from a buffet. I think that's hilarious. Um Anyway, you know, this this is a, a weird case. This is one of the few cases I think that I, by the end of it, definitively have decided that the the Oklahoma octopus was a scapegoat for for drowning incidents. I don't know that I think that that this giant horse-sized octopus actually exists. This may be one of the the few cryptids I don't I don't know that I believe in. Um, I think there is some um, some some backing definitely to uh, the indigenous lore about a leech. I think that um, definitely makes sense. And I love the water panther. I think that that slaps. Um, but as far as a, a horse-sized octopus, I don't think I'm sold on it. Sorry, guys. I know you, everyone is always um, hoping for for me and my, you know, childlike wonder of everything is real to be like yeah it's definitely there this is one I don't think that's the case on unfortunately um but I mean if you've got a story or a picture or you know anything and you want to prove me wrong please do please absolutely do like send it my way because y'all know I'm always interested in hearing other people's opinions and stories and and everything so don't be shy. Please reach out. And um, that is all I have for you guys today. Um, this was definitely one of my more rambly episodes. I apologize. Uh, like I said, this this week has been a crazy one for me. So I'm um, trying to get all my thoughts back in line. But I will be back 
in two weeks with another cryptid for you guys. Thanks so much for sticking around, and I will see you next time. Bye!